Hey, Buna. Okay. So in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, welcome. We're continuing our study in the Gospel of St. Mark. And we have still a few verses in chapter two, and then we'll move on to chapter three. So that is the plan uh, today, God willing. Uh, one thing that we talked about last week was the new and the old, remember? And, and we're talking about um, how easy is it sometimes to just uh, patch our life versus just renew it, totally renew it. And we said that, you know, uh, as much as that is probably convenient and easier, but it doesn't work just patching and bringing something instead of something without the actual radical transformation that doesn't work. So with, with chapter two, again, as we remember from the beginning, you know, the Lord is, uh, is in uh, Capernaum and uh, uh, meeting and uh, continuing to teach and to heal. As we said, we had the, 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 the paralyzed with the four friends. We had uh, uh, going out again. We had the call to Levi, Matthew, and to come back again and to be transformed and to be changed and to open his house to the to the sinners and the tax collectors uh and then with the with, with that that kind of like triggered that the challenge from the pharisees and from the people like what number one how come he is uh, doing this and how come he is sitting with the with the, with the sinners and the tax collectors and then things got even worse as we will uh, read today, when when uh, they start to see the disciples walking and eating uh, on a Sabbath and, uh, and 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 doing such kind of work, and then that kind of like another another challenge, another trigger. So um, with that, we'll we'll again the, the end of chapter of chapter two, which is uh, after that all um, time of of. Uh, those, as we said before, kind of like a, like a uh, fast pace of of events, like one after other, one after another, one after another, and then uh, coming to to uh, moving on, as we said before, kind of like trying to to get a, a sense of like a day in in the life of Christ on earth, like what is he doing and uh, how he is uh functioning and how is he meeting people and and all those things comes to uh if we can say like uh, uh um, another end of 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 period and moving on on a sabbath into uh the the fields as we will see today and uh another confrontation Another confrontation, and and this part, as 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 much as it's just you know, again towards the end of the chapter, and it could be just like as if it is just another event, but there is there is a lot to see also in that thing. So we'll we'll go through it uh, real quick, and then we move on to chapter uh, three after this. So let's read first um, the 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 passage, Mark two, from twenty three to the end of the chapter, and then we will. Uh, see what, uh, what what's in it there for us, right? So let me uh, share the screen also with you guys so you can see what we're reading and then uh, continue with that. So Mark 2.23, uh, one Sabbath that he was going through the grain fields. Okay, just making sure it's the right translation. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, 
Have you never read that David did when he was in need and was hungry, and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of presence, which is which it is not lawful for any but the priests to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath, right? Again, very, very kind of quick as, as we're used to St. Mark right now, very quick uh, glimpse of an event and he leaves it there without any anything else. But as I was saying, there is, there is a lot into, into that section. First of all, again, the, the you see another challenge by the Pharisees. Before that, they were challenging him because of what? If you remember the, earlier in the chapter, but with the fasting, exactly. When he said that, you know, the bridegroom and the bride. And so early on, they were challenging, challenging him uh, with the disciples of John that, you know, how come your disciples are not fasting while the disciples of John are fasting? Now he comes another challenge also. And as if they're just like there waiting for something wrong or some kind of criticism or something to happen in order for them to, hey, look at this again, right? What were they doing here? They were actually basically doing what everybody would do, right? Which long day, they are tired, probably hungry. So they're walking in the fields and they see the, the, the uh, grains and then they take it. And uh, basically what they're doing is, uh, you know, uh, rubbing it between their hands and then blowing. So they're uh, letting the, 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 the remnants fly or fly away. And then they're eating the grains as, as a snack that we can use in order to, for them to continue. What was the problem here, per the text? It, it happened on a, on a Sabbath, okay. So that makes us actually ask the question and challenge the question, which is, is this something really forbidden in the Sabbath or not? Because they were working, right? So what did the, what did the, 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 the commandment say about, about that? On, on a Sabbath, supposed to rest, not supposed to, to work. Did it say any kind of work? It did not, it did not, right? So what happened here is, is actually much, much more than, than, than that. What happened here is that the, the, the Pharisees actually in that time, they did something very interesting. They did actually uh, add like, 39 other things in order to, to, to um, make it their own tradition, man-made tradition, right? So the, the law says, do not work, right? But then left there, right? Not only that, but this particular part, as you can see in, uh, I think it's Deuteronomy 23, we can read it together here, where he's actually saying that this is something that you can do, right? Because again, you know, during the time you will be able to eat and you'll be able to, to do uh, too many other things, right? So uh, it, it is interesting uh, concept of how man looks at the law. And it makes us actually, makes us think about something that's very, very important, which is, which is what's more important, right? And what, what did Christ come to, to give? And this, that's why this, this passage is very, very important. Did he come actually to, to uh, just put some laws and, 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 and commandments or to do something that's much, much more than that, right? 
how are you looking at this when you look at it again and you said that again it is it is the from their end it is uh it is something that is that is not not right to do look at deuteronomy 23 24 25 in order to understand this so if we look at it here again you'll see that uh, that uh, that the, the text is is actually clear uh, as as what he's what he is trying to say and also how can we benefit from this is in in our in our uh, day now and in our practicing what we are reading so if you go to deuteronomy 23 uh, again 24 and 25 it says something very important in this particular part. you shall be careful to do what has passed your lips for you have voluntarily vowed to the lord your god what you have promised with your mouth if you go into your neighbor's vineyard you may eat your fill of grapes as many as you wish but you shall not put any in your bag so in, in in this particular time again the problem is not to take it and put it in your bag or take it and put it in some kind of a of a, of a uh, uh, storage thing but if you're gonna take it and eat it it's okay to do that right so here again you see how man can do what split things around for what for their own again it's all a matter of control right no we are the 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 the, the teachers of the law and we will set the rules that's why again if when we remember when the lord said that you put burdens that are very heavy and very hard to carry for people so not only you are not going in neither anybody else are going in right and how can we how can we can, can we see a link between this and between between our our uh relationship with ourselves and with the church and with each other or not when 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 we try to actually um change certain things in order to to show more of of uh self-righteousness if i may say that because that was one of the big big issues with the, with the phrases right self-righteousness that we are following everything we are doing everything but the core and the heart and the reason for that is not is not there right can you see this happening with us with our with our with our worship with our practice with our relationship or not Right. So I think there's many things that when you do like the Pharisees were taking it literally but not spiritually. Right. Yes, yes. So the idea again that we can use again ritual or tradition or or practices in a way that uh just to show that we are good just just that the part of self-righteousness without without actually touching the, the the heart of of the reason itself why are we doing this again in this particular passage it's, it's, it's very clear that again there is nothing wrong with eating the problem is to work and to do it but then they took it to a different level and said like no how they're not even supposed to do that because they're trying to to put their own uh, control and their own view of things uh, beyond what the law is doing. Uh, what else in this passage again? You know, if you if you if you if you, if you look at at how 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 did Christ handle that particular confrontation? What do you think of that? 
Yeah, Abuna. Um, I guess to me, um, like it's uh, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ is trying to teach them that uh, with uh, with everything. Um, there are exceptions. You can't just take one uh, law and say it will apply in every case, in every situation, all the time, because <clears throat> because um, that's just not that's not realistic, um, and that's not what how God intended it. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, brings up the example of of uh, king david when he was you know in need um you know he went into the uh, uh, he he ate the showbread which was not lawful right in 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 the um you know in 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 the in the in general in the general sense yes. right it was not lawful to do that but in, in his case, because he had the need to do it, God allowed him. Um, it was not a sin. Uh, that, that's right. So, so what does that tell us when you see that, again, there is a need versus the law? Again, you know, in, in this way, and let's, let's go back to that particular se section, what, what, what the Lord is, is referring to. Do we know that story or not? Of, of Abiathar and of David. And actually, if you go to that particular section in, in the Gospel of Matthew, since we're doing actually Bible study, it's good to compare Matthew to, to Mark. So if we do, if you go to Matthew chapter 12, chapter 12 right? Uh, and you see the, 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 the difference between what he, what Matthew or how Matthew is, 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 uh, uh, narrating this part and between St. Mark here. So Matthew uh, 12 actually talks about um, uh, three things that the Lord is saying. 12 from, from, from uh, three or from two. So let, let me read this passage and then uh, go back to, 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 to St. Mark. And again, the reason I'm doing this, since we are in a Bible study, you need to know exactly you know, uh, why we're, why, why there's that kind of difference in, 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 in both gospels. So, um, from, from, uh, Matthew 12, from verse two, it says, but when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the, guilt, the guiltless. For the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. He went on from there and entered the synagogue and then stopped. So, and then, so, so this is this is the narration of Matthew, right? In Mark here again says, uh, he said to them, have you never read that David did when he was in need at, as Ed was hungry and those were, who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar, the, right, the high priest and ate the bread of presence, which it is not lawful for any but priests and also gave it to those who were with him. 
what's the difference between Matthew and, and Mark? If you if you if you're able to pick it up. But in the yes, that he's talking about the mercy and not sacrifice. But in the in the in the um, in the examples that Christ gave, what is the difference between Mark and between Matthew? No, no. Hmm? Innocence. In in what way? That the priests were the priests were able to desecrate the child, and yet they were found innocent because they were priests. So the priests, right? Okay, and also he gave example of whom? Of David. Mm -hmm. So we have in Matthew there are three actually uh, uh, examples from from before. That, that Christ did. Number one, he used what? He used the, the, the story of David, right? And then the priest. And then he used quotation from, from uh, Hosea, where he started to talk about that, uh, that uh, the mercy and not the sacrifice. If you remember, we studied this as, as we, we were studying Hosea, right? In Mark, he, he just said what? One example only, which is David. Why is that? You're confused. Okay, go back to Matthew. Uh, not the Pharisees. Who is this written for mainly? Mark. Remember from the beginning. Was it written for like um, Gentiles, Abuna? Gentiles, the Romans, exactly, exactly. So the Romans, they know David, right? So it, it's 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 clear for them. When he brings the example of David, they can relate to that, and they probably known of David, right? But if they go again, Matthew writing this to the to the to the Jewish, and they know all the, the Old Testament, and they know that the the sacrifices, and they know the prophets, it is good for them to bring the actual three examples, right? So he's quoting from Hosea, and he's talking about David, and talking to the priest, giving multiple examples for that. Sorry, this yes. Political party, religious party. The Gentiles are the religious party, correct? Or is that the Pharisees? The the Pharisees are are the, the the teachers of the law, and they were also using this to to not exactly. I mean, later on in chapter three, you see that there is a group called the the Herodians. That these are the Jewish who are. Uh, in in close relationship with Herod the king and trying to use this more of political. So there is another group that's of the Jews that are related so much and close so much in close contact with Herod the king in order to use this in a in a, a political way. The Gentiles are basically the Romans who are not Jews but they are still you know again because of the of the occupation. Uh, and they are again at that at that time the, the you know Saint Mark is, is is giving them the message in order for them to know what is happening and to know the story of, of Christ, right? Matthew is for the for the Jews, 
right? Yes, yes. For the for the for the Hebrews who that's why he quotes a lot, you know, the the Old Testament and and the, the relationship between between Christ and between the sacrifices and and so forth. Right. But it's it's important to, to to point this out here because you can see again that's a good example where you know Mark is writing for a certain people, certain mindset, certain knowledge. So I'm not gonna go back and see list all the examples of the Old Testament that you have no idea about, right? But I will use some something that you probably know of because of the history of the king David, the king who did so and so and so, right? Yes. Right, yeah, so Matthew has more reference in the Old Testament. Matthew has more, again, uh, thing that's, that relates to, 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 the, to the prophets and to the uh, 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 prophecies also for, for that, yes. Okay. So back, this is just like a side note, but I just wanted to point this out because it's important as we are studying this to know exactly that in in uh, in Mark he's just using the idea and the, the 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 story of David only because again to them this is something that is that they are aware of and they can uh, relate re relate to. So back again to what or how Christ. Uh, answer them right so again here they are they are walking as we said they're walking they're eating and as we read in deuteronomy there was no problem for them to eat the problem is to work and to store it and to use it for something else right then the lord actually gave that example of david who was in need and was hungry and then at that time the story was that there is that what we call the showbread in the tabernacle that is the bread that is always supposed to be in front of the lord like a, 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 again a, a symbol for for uh, for for Christ in the old, in the New Testament. So that 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 bread, nobody would eat it uh, unless the, other than the priest who will eat them. And then next day they bring in another fresh. There is always bread in front of the Lord. There is always that offering in front of the Lord. But at that time David was hungry. There was no nothing else to do. So he ate them or ate the bread at that time. So he's bringing that example as, again, you know what, that's something that's very, very, very more sacred. As we just read in Matthew, it goes, here is much, much more important than the temple, right? Which, which Christ himself. But then he goes on to the idea of um, uh, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, right? Or again, as Matthew put it, again, he used Hosea, which is, haven't you heard that he said, I need mercy, not sacrifice, right? It's in a way, again, you know, for the Jews, they, they are aware of Hosea, so they brought that uh, quotation from the Old Testament as something, but it's kind of like, okay, the Sab not, not exactly the same meaning, because here it's saying that the, the law is made for the man, not the man for the law, right? What does that mean for us in order to, to understand this? Okay, what do you think? What do you think? Sabbath was made for men, not men for the Sabbath. Okay, that the law is made for the man to make to make or to tell tell us or tell them at the time what is wrong or what is right. Okay, okay, what else? 
I, I would say, Abuna, that um, humanity would be a, um, is the priority. I, I don't know if I'm using the right word, but just an emphasis on humanity before, um, uh, I guess, rules, rigid rules. Yes, humanity as as the reason for 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 God to put even the law is to bring people to Him and bring Himself to the people, right? And that's what we always say. It's very important to understand that Christianity is not just a set of rules to follow, but it talks to the human being, right? And that's why again, God became man, right? So it was just easier to say, okay, right, here is what you're supposed to do and make sure to follow these rules and that's it. But that's not about that, right? It's about that, that change and that renewal of the nature again into, into something else. So what he's trying to say here that you, you don't understand, right? You don't understand. You don't, you're, you're just going through sets of rules and to the point even that I was just reading something that it says that even the Pharisees try to uh, uh, not only do not walk or do not work on the Sabbath, they actually limited how much they can walk, right? So the 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 in order to make again that that self righteousness and the control, uh, for example, you know the the uh, the the they even informed the people how far they could travel on the Sabbath, not more than two hundred cubits, based on again we this is written in Joshua also. Uh, so in short, what they're saying that the Sabbath day had become a crushing burden, a symbol of galling religious bondage that had captured the nation. So the 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 older system of of religion became what. A burden and that's what christ is saying here by saying that that the the sabbath is came for the man right that is actually that shouldn't be a burden for you it is made the law is made in order to bring you to god not to separate you more right and the the the, the important part and that comes really actually more even uh clear in the next passage in chapter three when he when he uh, heals the, the 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 man with the, with the, with the paralyzed hand again on a Sabbath also, right? So what he's trying to say here is saying there is there is much more than just much more important than just follow rigid rules, right? If those rules are not going to bring the person to God, then it's useless. It's useless, right? And 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 hundred percent that brings back again the 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 the, the passage in in Isaiah uh, fifty eight about about the um, the fasting well known well known passage right again you know yes you're supposed to fast yes you're supposed to do this but then Isaiah talking to the people and kind of like blaming them and say telling them uh, you know they are saying why have we fasted and you see it not so the people are talking to God like we've been fasting and you're not watching us you're not even paying attention to us why have we fasted and you see it not why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it behold in the day of your fast this is god is telling them behold in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers right like you're fasting but you're doing this for what for your own self and then he goes on behold in such the fast that i this is the fast that i choose this is the acceptable fasting this is the acceptable following the law what is it? A day for a person to humble himself. Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast? 
when you just do the things from the outside, when you just humble yourself and cover yourself with the sackcloth, is this what you call what you call fast? That's not fast. But I will show you what fast is. He goes on, it, is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? And then he goes on and then he, he continue. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and will say, here I am, right? So this, this passage is, is, is beautiful. He goes again, you keep saying you're fasting and you keep changing things from the outside. You keep watching what to eat on a Saturday and what how much you walk on a Saturday, but you are forgetting the whole idea, the whole point. But here's what I want you to do, right? I want you to, 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 to break the bread with the hungry and to invite the homeless and to uh, be uh, merciful to the others. That's exactly what Matthew said when, the, when he quotes uh, Christ from, from Hosea saying, I need mercy, not sacrifice. So that's what he's trying to say when he goes again that the, the, the uh, who, who is made for whom? Is it, is it the Sabbath for the man or the man for the Sabbath? And that's what he's meaning. He, he means here by that which is again that, uh, that uh, the Sabbath was made for men. Meaning again, the Sabbath, which is what the day of rest, right? So day of rest was made for man, that man can do what See, in the day of rest. Uh, why, uh, can uh, come to Christ, can come to the Lord. Yes, right? So the again, you know, the, the idea of the, the, and that's why I remember, if you remember when you were studying Hebrews, talking about the Sabbath as Christ. He is the rest. He is the rest, right? So using that as, is, is, is uh, am I observing all those things in order to bring me closer to God or not, right? Or just observing things. And that, that's why the Sabbath was made for man. The Sabbath is the rest. The day of rest in order to, for man to focus more on God, not just to follow rigid rules by what to eat and what to touch and how much to walk and how what can you do, right? Actually from history, I was just reading this from history. It's actually even, Kind of in a way funny because you know in 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 the in the in the era of the Maccabees, for example, in the in the before Christ, where there was uh, a fight uh, between the Maccabees were like families from the from the from the Jewish uh, people, and they were fighting the those who uh, the, the 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 Greek, and the story says that they were uh, hiding in a cave, and it was on a, on a Sabbath. And then the people came, the army came and set the cave on fire. But they said, well, it's Sabbath. We cannot do anything to put up the fire, <laughs> right? And they all died. <laughs> so again, so is this how far you can go with that rigidity? Like you can't even save yourself on a Sabbath, right? Later on, even another thing, another, the history talks about uh, when one of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the leaders, I think of the Roman uh, uh, army, later on, he, he, he attacked Jerusalem and that was on a Sabbath because again, people didn't do anything. Actually in the modern history, October 6th, between the, the fight between the war between Egypt and between, between Israel was on a Sabbath. Right, so Sadat, being genius at that time, he 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 put the, the 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 time of attack on the Sabbath, where everybody is not doing anything. Right, so again, all those stories, modern and past stories, gives us the idea like this is not what this is about. Right, it's not what this is about. 
So that, that's a very, very good example for us that again, sometimes we take things very, very literal without understanding what's behind it, right? And that's why he goes here like, I need, again, mercy, not sacrifice. Yes. You can hear a lot of people talking about how that's like something that they don't want to do. That's not how they connect to God. But let's say they understand that heaven heaven, they they're used to it already from the Palestinians, you know, Muslim people and like they're thinking somehow they're connected to God, so I'm not gonna do it. Okay. Yes, yes. So the question is very, very good question. Actually, when we're talking about about you know rigidity and laws and and when it comes to fasting and if we're not if we're not you know we we somebody will say I cannot connect to God through fasting, so it's not important. But again, no, the we have to fast. I think again, going back to the understanding of the meaning of fasting and the purpose of fasting, right? Because again, that doesn't mean that I I'm, I'm, I I can like neglect the fasting, but also it means that I do it with the right understanding, right? And how I can be take take uh, 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 take the time every day through the fast in order to remind myself of the spiritual aspect of the fasting, right? So when but but when I when I when I when I um, overlook the actual reason and become very 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 just strict on the actual lit letter and literal meaning of the fasting, then I'm not doing anything, right? So, and again, as, as the Lord said, you know, you do this, but do not leave that, right? Yes, you fast, but no, make sure again, as you fast that you are reconciling with other people, right? As, as Isaiah is saying here, as you're fasting, fast also from the thoughts, right? Fast from the mind, fast from the from the words, the, from the, what, what you say, right? Fast from the time that we are wasting, so it is that that is the balance between you know putting putting reminding myself of the purpose like I'm fasting but for that reason and as I'm so literal on checking and making sure what I'm eating is the right thing or not I should be also very very careful with everything else as far as my spiritual life right that's why again I probably said this before you know the beautiful quote of uh, John Chrysostom when he talks about that the the fasting of the flesh will end but the fasting of the spirit will never end right so the fasting period that we fast at one point it ends right but then we're supposed to be on a spiritual fasting all our life which is being what being Christian being uh, 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 vigilant being careful being watchful right so, but the thing is, when we move, when we lose the meaning of the fasting, and we're just so much into, you know, what can we do and what should we eat, and oh, I did this, and I, again, as as we probably heard this before, you know, a lot of times people come to to the priest, you know, Abuna, I uh, had water at twelve o five. Okay, well, it's very good to be to be to be watchful, but how often do you come to the Abuna and say, you know, Abuna, I had a bad thought. Right, or I am not in 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 peace with this or that. Right, so we're so much into what we again the lit the, the letter, but not the spirit. I'm not saying to be to be 
loose and just not not to 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 watch things. No, but again, if 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 and that that's what he's trying to say here. Again, that the Lord is the Lord of Sabbath. Like if there is, and we'll see this as we we go on with chapter three, which is if what I do does not bring me to God, then there's no point of it. On the other hand. If I break something because of whatever reason, but I still want to come to God, that is more important, right? And that's what we always say, even in, in, in the church here, what we call the pastoral concept of things, right? Somebody, again, for whatever reason, you know, you know there, is, there is certain condition or certain uh, thing or somebody that couldn't fast for something, but the person needs to, and really, in longing for to come and to and to take communion or to do something, this is the pastoral concept of that of that relationship. It's not just rigidity, right? But that's what I'm saying again is understanding again the reason for that. Again, most of the people attack like orthodoxy in general about, about fasting because they think or the understanding that we are earning merits by fasting. We are earning our salvation by fasting, which is absolutely not. Fasting is not going to make me any good or any worse, right? Uh, it's, an, it's an offering sacrifice that I'm offering to God. It's treating and, and, and exercising self-control, right? It is detaching from the body and attach more to the spirit. Right? It's not about, okay, I'm, I fast 40 days, then I am uh, entitled to go to heaven. Like, no. <laughs> right? Right? Or, but again, sadly, that, that is the mindset that we actually sometimes put in our mind. Right? I, you know, I fast all the fasting. Okay, very good. Right? Are you serving the poor? Right? Are you bringing peace to people? Are you watching what you see, what you do? Right? So the same thing when it comes to to our spiritual uh, uh, rules and 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 being being very 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 uh, strict with it, it's a matter of again as we talked before, a matter of that that is part of asceticism, right? That I'm controlling myself. I'm not just leaving everything to whenever, whenever I pray, I pray. Whenever I read the Bible, I read the Bible. That's not the point, right? But even with that, it comes to the point that we should get to, which is, again, it is something, as I was talking before, something that I enjoy, right? Like, no, I want to come. I want to pray. I want to spend some time to read. And if I have time and read a chapter and I still have time, I might go through a chapter or two or three, right? I want to come and attend the liturgy because this is the time that I connect, right? Yes, we have to push ourselves and we have to, 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 to kind of uh, force ourselves at one point, but the goal is to actually do it, right? But if I'm very loose with everything, then, well, it's not about, no, it is about reading and it is about praying, right? Because that's how I connect. That's how I connect to him.
So he's he's back again to to the text here as he's saying the the um, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Not man for the Sabbath, meaning again that the the the, the letter and the the law will control, right? Will control the person. But the, all those things are, and as that's what we say that all those things are not end goal by itself, but are tools to bring us to God. Right? Whether it's fasting, whether if it's uh, observing, whatever, but all those things has to bring us to Christ. It's not the end goal. But sometimes again, we things are kind of confused and like, okay, this is okay. All my my my, my goal is to do this, or that's 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 good enough. And then he goes on. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath, right? And uh, and that that's kind of interesting concept also because you know. I was reading this one time about like, what if uh, so and so or somebody you know didn't you know follow the, the 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 whatever rules, right? So there's like God is the one who make those rules, and He is the one who can break those rules, right? So that just again the understanding that He is the Lord of the Sabbath, He is the Lord of of the law, right? So it's 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 the purpose is Him, not the law. That's what He's trying to do. What what trying to say. That the purpose of everything that it has to bring me to Christ, not just to follow rules. And that's again what we always say that this is the 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 difference between Christianity. Christianity is not just a religion that we follow certain things. It is a life to live, right? It's a life to live, and that life to live because He is the life Himself. So if we are taking ourselves away from life, then no matter what we do, it becomes, as it says here, it becomes more burden. More burden, right? Chapter three comes with uh, again another encounter, right? Another encounter, and 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 we'll read it first, and then you know see what what kind of like dynamic it brings to 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 the to the to the mind here again, and 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 look at the text again. Again, he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they watched Jesus to see whether he would deal, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to them, and he said to the man with the withered hand, "Come here." And he said to them, "Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill?" But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man stretch out your hand he stretched it out and he and his hand was restored and then the pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the herodians against him how to destroy him so what's happening here this is very interesting again the way some mark kind of uh, portrayed that is very interesting what's happening why do you think he's saying again he entered the synagogue and a man was there with a withered hand? He didn't change. Yes. Because in normal condition, again, again, remember what happened in the synagogue before. Like if you like look at chapter two and 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 what we've been talking about and just the rest or the, the second half of chapter two. When he was reading and said the prophecy is filled. But he also, that's where also he did what? He had that encounter with the Pharisees and they actually were challenging him. 
right? So again, in normal condition, I wouldn't go back to a, to a place that I know that there is going to be what? Issues, right? Like, no, that's enough. These people are still there. They're gonna ask me the same questions and I don't wanna do, I don't wanna deal with this anymore. So that's just what? Stay away, avoid it. But you see here that Christ, actually the Lord is actually challenging the, the, the them and challenging the situation again by going back again to the, to the synagogue. Right? I'm going to go where they are because he knows that the synagogue will be those people, the Pharisees, right? And, and I'm going to go and challenge them again, right? Not only that, but actually what he did later on is more and more challenging, right? Do you think he meant to challenge them or did he mean to see if maybe they, their hearts changed? Because it says in 3 5, grieved at their hardness of heart. Yes, yes. It's both, Peter. He's 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 challenged them again because he know actually that they were not going to change, mm -hmm. right? You know, his foreknowledge knows that he, they're not going to go to, they're not going to change, right? But he's still trying to press the point that you know what I am here for that, and this is the reason. Again, remember the teaching and the healing, right? That's what I'm. That's what, 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 what I'm doing, and also to teach us an example that we shouldn't avoid those situations that again that can bring our faith and bring a, a, a way to, 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 to change people. And like, no, I don't want to do that. I just like, it's easier. And, you know, I don't have energy, don't have, you know, anything, but uh, let's just totally avoid that, right? So not only that, but again, as I'm saying, he did something that's very, very important with the man. What did he do with the man? With the man with the withered hand, what did he do? Hmm? Before that, what did he do? He told him to come. <laughs> Right, so he's putting the man in front of everybody, becoming the focal point of everybody. So he's torturing the man, <laughs> to be honest with you, in a way, right? And also, like, no, I am here for this. I'm not just gonna know. I'm purposely doing this, right? So he 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 looked at the man, right? There was a man. It says there was a man with withered hand, and they watched Jesus. Like everybody's watching. Is he going to do this or not? Like we've been talking about this and we just had that long conversation and he gave us that kind of vague answer and left. We're not quite sure what he's doing. So, okay, let's see. Here's another opportunity. What's going to happen? Right? So they're watching him and to see whether he would heal him on Sabbath on the, so that they might accuse him. But then he did something even beyond what they're expecting. He brought the man. He, he, he said to the man, whether they come here. Come in the mist, right? And by doing that again, he's saying like, this is actually, that's why I'm here for, right? And, and not only that he is, he is challenging them, but he's challenging the man also, right? If we put ourselves in the shoes of the man, right? That he was probably... I don't know. Maybe he was there waiting for the Sabbath to go away so he doesn't cause any trouble for himself or for the people or for Christ. And but he's like, okay, all of a sudden he's in the he's on the spot, right? But on the spot in order to do what? To be to be healed. Right? Yeah, that's a really interesting point, Abuna. You know, like like Christ is in a way like challenging him. Do you fear God more or do you fear men more? Right? Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And I feel that's, that's, you know, it's always his way of dealing with us. Right? 
Yeah. Do you see this sometimes or not? Like putting us, putting us on the spot, right? But then, you know, we're, we're, if we're not ready for that, we just run away. Like again, imagine this person again, come here, they're in the synagogue and all the Pharisees are sitting there and everybody's watching again, as it says, everybody's watching if Christ, what is he gonna do? And then, hey, come here, <laughs> come in the midst. And, and, and I can see him like at one point, like, what? I'm out. <laughs> like, no, not now. I'm not ready for this. I don't want to deal with all these problems and all these uh, political issues and all these things and the law and everything. That just, um, you know, I would rather walk away with my withered hand more than being healed, but being what? Humiliated in a way. Yes. Yes. How is that related to, to, to our own experience with Christ? What do you think of that? Yes, yes, yes. If you want to follow him and reach that healing, you know, we avoid because that in a way we get humiliated, we get mocked, we get, you know, whatever that is, right? And it's very interesting. Again, if you look at this, you know, I, I never never paid attention attention to this till today, to be honest with you. Like the fact that he actually told him, like, come, come here, <laughs> come in the mist. Right? Because most of the time Christ will go to the person, right? He went to this and went to this and touched this. But again, the whole energy and the whole atmosphere is already what tense. You can see that from before, right? He went back again, like, okay, I'm gonna go back again and face those people. Not only that, I'm gonna bring that person in the mist. And use the person for, for for bringing that point, right? And at the end, the person is not being hurt in any way. Actually, is going to receive healing, right? So where is where is my now? Where is my 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 role in the pro, in that whole process, right? The easiest way is like okay. I can't be in the midst of this. This is too much. Just like, oh, that's fine. I don't want it. <laughs> Just let me go. Right. Not only that, but if you look at the text, he challenged other people also. He challenged the people, if I may say. It. In what way? If you, if, you, if you paid attention to the text. Well, he asked him like a yes. Yes. So he, again, imagine this with me. He's in the synagogue. The Pharisees and uh, all the delegation that's coming to accuse him are sitting probably up front watching, trying to figure out what he's going to do. And that poor guy is somewhere in the back. Hey, come back here. Come in the midst. Stand here. And everybody's watching. And then he's standing there. He leaves the Pharisees. He leaves the man and then start to talk to the people and tell them what? You tell me. <laughs> is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm? And then he linked it right away with what? Death and life, right? To save life or to kill. Like we're not killing anybody here. We're just talking about a guy with a withered hand, right? But you see the depth of, of, of his teaching. Right? So now he's challenging also the people. Challenging the people, right? Well, I do know he said still, to be honest, he's kind of extreme. 
So can you elaborate a bit on that? Like, how does that have to be done? Because harm, like you're saying, levels, but kill is like the highest extent of harm. Like you're you're getting rid of the person's like behavior. Yes. Yes. I agree, and it's not like they're just telling people not to move or work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Why is that? Why why he used that extreme of again from from good or harm to to save life or to kill? Yes, James. Can apply any of these laws to any situation, and is it a hard line of don't break the law no matter what? Like if someone falls into a ditch with a lion, is it work to help them out of that ditch? Probably, but you would have to do that for them not to die. So you can apply any of these laws to any extreme and, and it comes down to like previously where it says that Sabbath was made for man and not man for Sabbath. So what's the priority, man or the law? The priority is man. Right. The priority is man, number one, right? But also there's something very important because again, we're talking about he is healing a, a human being, right? So if that human being is not healed, if we remember again, we're talking about that, that we're healing from sin before anything else, right? So in a way you're actually killing a person, right? So he's, he's putting it actually very, very, very clear and very, back to the to the to the main reason and the main purpose right that that i came to give life right yes 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 more more than that because because in his mind what he's talking about that i'm here to save the person if i'm not saving him that person is going to to perish to be destroyed right so he's he's putting his 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 like if I may say, uh, 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 uncovering the, the the whole purpose of the law in this point, right? What's more important, right? To do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill, because if I don't heal him, he's not going to be living anymore, right? And it's a beautiful way to look at this in our lives also, that you know what, if I am not up to the challenge, right? Right? And that's exactly what he said in a different way. If you're not with me, you are against me, right? It's, it's the same thing, the same thing. So he's challenging the Pharisees, he's challenging the person, he's challenging the crowd also here, right? And the crowd is very important because the crowd, what did the crowd do in, in, this, in this particular setting? Did they say anything? Does it say that they answered anything? They, they stayed silent. Yes, but they were silent. Specifically, he says, but they were silent, right? Meaning what? Why they can't see anything? If they actually answer the question, regardless, either way, they're going to be either being hypocrites or they're going to be evil. Right. So they either are afraid of the Pharisees because we don't want to say do this, or they actually don't want to answer like we're not part of this again right so so the, the the challenge to the people very 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 important also and i think that is the challenge of us when we talk about us as the church that we are being challenged in order can god use us to bring healing to somebody or not 
when we are what? When we stay silent. When we stay silent. Whether we are afraid of people or we're not, we don't believe that this is going to happen. Right? Can you think of examples that we were put in a way that we were supposed to, to answer that kind of question in a way, but we stayed silent? Exactly, exactly, yes, exactly. That's a beautiful point. Anyway, that we, if we are staying silent and not spreading the word of God, remember again, the gospel of Mark started by the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if we are staying silent and we are not taking that gospel with us, right? We can be actually part of a reason for people not to be saved, not to be saved. And as St. Paul says, you know, the, the, the simplest way that we become ourselves our, our worst enemy. And we also become that fifth gospel, as we always say, right? We meet with people all the time that they probably even didn't read any of the gospels, right? But they can see the gospel in us. And that's a big, big challenge. That's the major challenge. I think that's the challenge of life, to be honest with you, right? Are we staying silent? Or say, no, no, no. There is no problem by healing because by healing we are actually saving lives. Saving lives. We'll actually talk more and more and more about this, you know, in the next few days. Just going to give you a hint. But uh, but the idea of, of, of that we can be silent. We can be silent. And imagine again, back again to the person that's standing in the mist, right? You know, and he's standing in front of whom? Again, if we remember, we talked about this a little bit earlier. He's standing in the presence of, of Christ. As if Christ is standing, what? Don't worry about them. I'm defending you. Not only I'm healing you, but I'm defending you. So that, that trust and that uh, uh, support and that um, uh, courage that he has is coming from the one that he is calling him. Right. And you see, again, the call is different. So he called Levi, come follow me. He called the disciples, come follow me. He called the withered man here, come in the midst. Right? It's a different call. But come. In a way, follow me. But I want you for a different reason. Right? But again, he, back again to the big, big point, which is what the obedience. He obeyed. He obeyed. This, 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 again, this particular passages is full of things that you can just kind of we are unfolding things right we read it all the time okay he went again to the synagogue and then this guy came and then okay he became fine and then people went and okay no <laughs> no there are too many things especially again when it says that and he looked around them around at them with anger grieved at their hardness of heart what do you think of this? Yes, yes, yes. It's not used too often, right? But again, anger with with greed. Yes, Albir, sorry, you want to say something? Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I guess because they just saw, you know, uh, just a very obvious like 
um, evidence um, yes. for Christ, authority, divinity, mm. and and there is still you know they should be like oh my, you know oh yes you are you know God you know we believe we will change, but <clears throat> they they didn't they just they just you know did kept still and didn't change didn't change that 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 word kept silent has everything in it there's a lot in that another thing that's very very also interesting and i'll finish with this here that he never got angry at the pharisees (laughs) it doesn't say like when he was when they were questioning him or challenging him or telling him no how come your disciples are doing this or 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 it doesn't say that he got angry at them, but he got angry at the people who kept silent. Why is that? Because everybody, right? Everybody. But again, the, he, he, he looked around at them, which again, the people, he, 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 he said to them, the people who are surrounding them, right? right? And again, the synagogue is full of everyone. So yes, including that, but as he was discussing this, you know, uh, clearly with the with the Pharisees before, or in different other uh, uh, events, that that didn't happen, right? Actually, it's important to know the the order. If you go to John, John five is is the which has happened before this, but it's not mentioned here. Is healing the paralyzed with thirty eight years. So there's another, you know, another event that is very very important also that happened right that it's not in mark but if you look at the history or at the 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 order of of events that you see that this is happening and then he's coming here again and then he's challenging them but again again one thing that is very very kind of kind of of grieved him and made him angry in a way that they are not willing to do anything they're not willing to do anything right and then at this point the Pharisees start to take it uh, 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 more personal, and that's why again the Herodians are another group of Jewish people that are very, very uh, in 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 close relationship with uh, the king, with Herod, in order to actually bring again that that uh, political uh, pressure and the political aspect of the relationship itself. So now you see the Pharisees, who are the the the, the uh, teachers of the law and the religious people, and the Herodians, which are the publican, are both coming together in order to what to to destroy him, to destroy him, right? And when that's what you see when the whole world actually start to come together to destroy the gospel, to destroy the gospel, and that's why we shouldn't be silent, right? comes to full circle at the end like okay if we are silent then we're actually giving chance to the world to come together to destroy him and him not only the person him is the the word the written word right the gospel that we should be able to fight it and should be able to actually bring it and should be able to come again and say to everybody that no you know if if, if that he is coming for that particular person and reason he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to them, to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. Yes. So nowadays, we don't have to wait for Jesus to show 
right? We have that action that we have on the way that we're But if we were to look at that strength, um, obviously your Christ still introducing the whole new concept of salvation. So where is like the fine line definitely think of where as then you were taught that don't like discuss like certain things if you kind of like forgot the Bible verse, but like you said, like the ignorance or like there's a certain level you need to like discuss the certain stuff for certain people. So what's like the fine line between being silent and What's the fine line between silence and between actually sharing, sharing, actually talking to a person, right? You know, the, 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 the wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit is very, very important, right? And that's why, if you remember before, we talked about this before, is, you know, even just the simple concept of praying every morning, Lord, use me and bring me to people and bring people to us in whatever way. So that, that continuous and consistent mindset Right, the God, the Spirit will give us that that experience and that wisdom when we talk and when not we talk. Right, you can sense it. Like somebody, I'm just talking to somebody yesterday. She goes like, you know, somebody at work that is very, very, very actually open. Well, what's the best way to approach? And so, if we start to have that mindset, you start to actually to scan as he was doing today. He was scanning people. He was sitting scanning people, right, looking at them, and then ask the question, right? Are you ready to answer or not? Or are you staying silent, right? So definitely it all comes in one package. Like again, our strength and our spiritual uh, uh, growth with him will gives us that understanding and that the spirit will actually, as I said, the spirit will speak on, on your mouth, right? In the time that there is, there is a need for that, right? But we still need to be able to scan people, right? And pray about it, not again, not and, and sense. But yes, you know, the, the, the example that you're saying that you shouldn't discuss thing, like if somebody that's actually just, okay, an atheist person that's just discussing to prove his point or her point that there is no God, right? And there is no point of this discussion. And you can sense that there is no point of this. It's not going to go anywhere. There's, there is no point of that, right? I will still continue to pray for the person. And maybe at one point, circumstances are different. Right, but if a person that's really asking questions, or you see that person is in need, or person that is you know need of encouragement or something, and there's an opportunity to 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 bring it up, why not? Right. So, like the atheist person, though, or somebody of a different religion, um, I feel like sometimes too, like just having one discussion. When it comes to someone's core beliefs, it's very rare that it would get changed just from one conversation. Yes. Not feel like discouraged when things stumble mm -hmm. right. Maybe you thought they would in your head. Yes. But yeah, when it comes to like those core beliefs, I feel like it's very rare yes. that they would change their mind just from one Exactly. Yes. Yes. But at that point, that you're probably just, you know, planting a seed. Yeah. Right, just making the person think about something or go and search something else or try to do something. Yeah, but it all depends again on that first encounter. Like, what is the wisdom, you know? And also depends on on how we approach it. Like, okay, the 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 the, the love and the care and the being being ourselves that gospel, right? That like, you know what? There's something different than you, and I, you know, it, it makes me kind of wonder things, how things are going and why things are going this way. Right? But any other questions? Okay. Well, uh, yes. Um, so then the regular question. 
I couldn't hear you during the regular question for everything. Yes, yes, I was getting to that. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was getting to that. I think the question is to to watch ourselves whether we are silent or not, right? Whether we stay silent in front of that question that we see in front of everybody again. That you know what I'm here to to bring life, right? I think it's it's very very good way to keep our eyes and our thoughts and our minds open. Uh, whether you know when and, and pray to God that you know give us the opportunity not to stay silent, right? As I was saying earlier, how to bring that gospel in front of everybody and not to stay silent about it, right? And before that, we have to transform to that gospel himself, right? So I think you know to 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 to, to summarize it, I think is to to look at ourselves: Are we really? A fifth gospel or not, right? And number two is: is there an opportunity throughout the week that we can take and not to stay silent? And even if there is nothing, that just pray for an opportunity. And then, if you get a an experience, come and share it next time. That not actually this happened, and I was not silent by God's grace. Yeah. Sounds good. So we uh, took. Part of chapter three, and then we'll continue from verse seven. Uh, and again, just take it step by step and uh, and, and apply it uh, to our lives and to our spiritual growth uh, through that. So next time will be Friday. We'll not be here because it's the 6th of January. We'll be here for the prayer of the of the feast, the eve of the nativity. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll meet again. Uh, next year in uh, on uh, Friday the thirteenth. Wow, Friday thirteenth. Okay, it's a good day to <laughs> good 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 day to stay for Bible study and not to be silent. <laughs> so I have two weeks to uh, to watch for an opportunity to to speak up and to share. God willing. Okay, uh, blessed and happy new year. Uh, those who are in town, hope to see you. Uh, Service will be 7.30 uh, to 8 will be, uh, will pray matins in the evening and then 8 to 10 will be uh, praises, 10 to 11 uh, program and then 11 will be uh, the, 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 the year theme and then we'll end with a prayer and then go on to the liturgy, uh, midnight, 12.05 till 1.30 or so, God willing. Okay. All right. Let's pray in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your messages, Lord, that really, your words that pierce our heart, Lord, and convict us, Lord, and give us the opportunity and give us the strength and give us the courage, Lord, not to stay silent, Lord, in front of, of your statement, Lord, that you came to save, Lord, and to bring health and healing and to bring life, Lord, out of death. Praying, Lord, that you give us that uh, opportunity to experience this, Lord, and to really uh, put us in the places that you want us to be and put people in front of us that you want them to be, Lord, in order to uh, to bring uh, everybody, Lord, again, uh, all of us as one body to you, Lord, glorifying your name and praising your holy name. Thank you for this uh, year, Lord, that passed and about to pass, Lord. Thank you for everything that you uh, allowed us to go through it. Allow us to uh, to learn and allow us to come, Lord, and humble ourselves in front of you and ask you, Lord, to bless this coming year and uh, to change our hearts and our minds and uh, never, Lord, to look at us uh, mad and grieving at our 
hearts, Lord, that uh, rejoicing, Lord, and we're rejoicing with you, Lord, that uh, you are removing the hearts of stone and putting hearts of flesh, Lord, that uh, that are tender hearts, Lord, towards uh, ourselves, towards people, and towards you, Lord. Teach us, Lord, how to, to have that heart and to maintain it and to renew it, Lord, day after day. Praying for those who are away from you, those who do not know you, those who have no one to remember them. Prayers of all your saints in your name, Lord, hear us when we pray to you, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be. Give us this day, O David. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us from thee. With the kingdom, the power, the glory, now for the ages of all ages. Amen. Go in peace. Have a good night and uh, happy new year, everybody. You too. Thank you, Abuna. Thank you, Thank you Abuna. Abuna. Happy Thank New Year. Thank you, Abuna. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. George, happy new year. Good to see you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.